Good Sunday afternoon, everybody. I hope you had a chance to check out In Between the Pages. I just dropped this morning the pick seven, if you will. Uh, every Sunday or Saturday, what I try to drop is some articles that I've read or picked up on. Sometimes they're theme-based and organized that way, and sometimes there's just some things that stuck with me as I read. And I try to learn something every day or try to pick up an article and read it every day that catches my uh, interest, catches my mind. It could be... Um, point in my life that I'm in or it could be something I'm curious about but I'm always trying to learn things so this particular drop um, has to do a lot with resilience has to do a lot with uh, trying to help others but not solve their problem but how to be a more effective listener how to be a coach that a person needs not everybody that shares with you how they feel and where they're at or where they're stuck wants to be solved and I make that mistake a lot of trying to solve I don't know why, I don't know where it comes from. I've always had a very strong sense of compassion, something my mom always taught me growing up uh, without um, a father and living with my mother most of my life and having to fend for myself. I found that as a, a great way to create relationships and strong social bonds and to become a resource that others find indispensable. But overusing compassion and not having self-awareness that you are um, can set the people up around you for failure lead them down paths or you could create blind spots for yourself if you overuse compassion and you could be missing out on an opportunity to really share with somebody what they need to hear. I had a, a mentor that once always uh, always told me sorry but not sorry and what she really meant by that is sorry this is going to hurt but I'm not sorry that it that it is going to hurt and you need to hear it and a lot of times we sometimes look for comfort or counsel in people where we try to find that person is going to tell us what we want to hear and when we tell them what they don't want to hear uh, it can become a bit of a rub um, so a lot to learn uh, but I digress um, reflect and reset challenge 14 day challenge I know I didn't post yesterday but uh, day zero was something we just talked through and today I'm happy to share a uh, uh, one uh, day number one today's challenge now as I said uh, in day zero in the recording for the podcast I'm not going to be super good at always um, doing it every day um, as it kind of relates to a 14-day challenge and, and you know quite honestly I think that's okay to do I think it's okay to break things up and give yourself space I think sometimes we can do things so repetitiously that they lose their meaning or lose their intent lose their impact so I would challenge you to do whatever you want to do. Um, it, just because this is how I do it doesn't mean you have to do it that way. Um, but I also think it kind of gives me a break, too, of accountability. I will try to get a few posts up a week, um, but they won't always be uh, coinciding days. They won't always be day one, two, three, four, five, like that, as we go through the 14-day challenge. Um, but today's challenge, day one, is to do a stream of consciousness writing where you set your timer for at least 15 minutes, and it's gonna feel like an eternity. But you're gonna set your, your timer of choice, whether it's on your watch, or whether it's an alarm, whether it's on your phone, whether it's on your iPad, whatever that choice of time tracking is, and you're gonna set it for 15 minutes, and you're gonna write whatever's in your mind. I think what's great about this exercise is I learned and went through it, and then I will share with you the story of where my stream of consciousness ended up going. Um, for that 15 minutes is it's a great exercise to just get whatever's in your mind in your head 
out on paper and it could go all over the place. Sometimes stream of consciousness is coherent and it has milestones, if you will, as you unpack what's in your head. But I think the idea of stream of consciousness writing and journaling is really an incredible exercise to get what's on your mind and get it out of you. And, and, and a few different reasons why. Uh, one, it just gives more space in your head. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but many uh, sources and many teachings and studies uh, talk about um, how do we move through our thoughts instead of uh, you know holding on to them? How do we move through them? How do we visit with them? How do we understand why they're there and why they're making us feel the way they do and then move on? Um, so there's that. Uh, I think it's just emptying your head so you can have more space for other things that are more important, things that maybe you're thinking about or have wanted to do. Uh, stream of consciousness writing is good too because you can kind of just dump um, without any kind of filter, without any kind of um, directions. It's just literally 15 minutes of writing whatever is on the top of your mind. What's interesting about what's on the top of my mind uh, as I write and the way I think about stream of consciousness writing is it's always subconscious. Uh, when I look through it and I reread it after the 15 minutes, I'm like, wow, I knew that was there. I knew there was maybe a shadow of it and I just didn't really want to visit with it. I really didn't want to interact with it. And by getting it out and getting it down on uh, either analog or digitally as you write for 15 minutes, it's a really great self-reflection piece to kind of go back and like, gosh, I knew I always had the feeling that I, I felt this way, but now this really kind of brings it to light and really exposes it, exposes what I'm thinking subconsciously and just didn't have the either confidence or maybe it was a skill or maybe quite honestly we had fear. Um, 15 minutes of stream of consciousness writing doesn't give you time to fear because the idea of the exercise is just writing again continuously for 15 minutes straight whatever is on top of your mind so you don't have time to think about what you're writing you just let go um, that's the best way to kind of do this exercise for me it's been a challenge uh, that I'm dealing with and trying to figure out how um, to work through this uh, was really helpful for me when I wrote this in October of 2020 um, which wasn't too long ago, right? Um, we were probably at the tail end of another spike in COVID across the country. Um, October 12th also was a very challenging time uh, in, in work and, and kind of where I was at work and kind of where I still am as, as I get closer to trying to figure out what's next for me. But uh, in this particular one, um, not really work-related, but just from an introspection of, again, that overuse of compassion that I talk about. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the stream of consciousness trying to figure that out. Why am I that way? Being over a compassion, uh, overusing the skill of compassion, what kind of collision course does it set me up on? What does it set people up on that are around me that I, you know, I, I probably spend the most time with people that I work at, so how dangerous is it? Um, what kind of traffic collision, you know, have I put myself uh, in, in front of because of blind spots I've created? What's my own trauma going to feel like? Uh, how does it bring me back to my own childhood and feeling wanted? And how sometimes if I, if I didn't share the truth with someone, it was because I feared that I would lose that person in my life. Um, and tr just trying to think through all that and, 
and what that was back then, October 12th, 2020, which quite honestly feels forever ago, but really it was only about four months ago. And then at the same time, I, 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 I started to write about the positive side of being overcompassionate um, and how even though it can be a burden to carry uh, and wanting to help somebody and, and, and honestly helping them through things, uh, I am uh, always required to use it, take it with me and teach others the skill of compassion. Um, through this work, I was able to figure out some self-awareness that I needed to improve on um, that have opened up new uh, possibilities. Um, at times, it can be an unwelcome gift to have this type of reflection and, and deep dive uh, as this consciousness came out of me during my 15 minutes. Um, but it's not for me to judge or pressure, and, and you shouldn't feel that as you write, but just to give you a choose-your-own-adventure to a destiny that's bigger than, than yourself um, and sometimes bigger than the people that you're with. Uh, is this about discernment? Uh, no, I'm not the judge. I'm, I, I am a teacher uh, when I'm allowed to be one. Uh, I'm a friend when I need to be one. But sometimes being a friend isn't good enough either. And sometimes a friend can be um, bias, right? I've learned a lot about bias over the last few months and how my bias has gotten a hold of me and gotten me into trouble with certain things. I think, you know, a lot of our societies, um, personal work relationships, we were definitely taking a more introspective look at how our bias or how privilege or how different things we've had in our lives give us opportunities while it shuts opportunities down for others. Um, so that came out, uh, the sleeper, um, I, I'm much more comfortable um, this, this sleeper idea than, than really revisiting it. So it was a tough one uh, for me and I definitely probably could have done a lot more than 15 minutes. Um, but it was where I was at on October 12, 2020. And to anyone that wants to listen, I, of course, would love to be able to share and, um, you know, maybe uh, in the comments or something or another. Another, perhaps, once I learn and figure this out, um, another podcast even on just overused skills on the blind spots that they create in our, our work and our personal lives, um, how they can get in the way of friendships and unintentionally. Uh, cause damage we don't want to cause so there uh, that uh, is kind of the summary of my day one uh, stream of consciousness writing uh, for the 15 minutes and that took just five minutes to give you a summary of kind of what came out of that so imagine what that could do for you I hope you find the same kind of relief I hope you find the same kind of understanding and maybe a look inside Maybe there's some ugly spots in there that have been hiding in the dark that needed to come out and get splashed down and uh, for you to be able to come to terms with it. Um, but I hope you have the same kind of reflection and reset uh, that I had once you finish this exercise. As always, thanks for following. Uh, thanks for being on the well with me today and I hope to talk to you soon.